Yes, how do you do? This is my podcast and it's just for you. It's called Tech Talks and it's a lot of shit, but I hope you enjoy it because I've kept it like It's 30 minutes long and all about inside the people, the places and the borough pride. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 5 of Ted Talks, the Ted Anky podcast and that, you know what I mean? Uh, thanks, thanks for listening again. Uh, it's going all right, isn't it? You know what I mean? I've made it to five episodes and uh, only 25% of you have fucked off since the first one, so it's not bad, that. It's not bad, it's going all right, I think. Uh, good good retention rate. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, this is uh, Ted Talks, the Ted Anky podcast, uh, recorded in uh, conjunction and production with Butterfan TV and Showcase Comedy. Butterfan TV doing all the stuff that's great about Butter FC and that, you know what I mean? And Showcase Comedy putting on some proper class comedy nights and all that in the northeastern Yorkshire region. So, uh, yeah, so I've got a proper class show in store for you today. Feeling proper reminiscent, uh, ladies and gentlemen, and good matters of Teesside and other listeners from around uh, the universe. Uh, I, I've, I've been thinking about all of the great television I used to watch growing up as a kid, and uh, in like the uh, the 80s and that, and it, and, and the 90s, and you know, watching a bit then as well. It was, it was class, it was proper class. You know, I think back to all the, the class cartoons that were about back then, like Super Ted and Henry's Cat. And uh, you know Pottsworth and Co. Um, there's there's others. There's loads, man. Honestly, TV shows like Nightmare. Um, you know, ah, oh, I just had a great time watching watching television back then. And what got me thinking about it is uh, I stumbled across today's um, children's TV. It's proper shite, isn't it? It's proper crap. It's all like that anime, Japanese manga type of shit, and you know, like, and even even like the superhero stuff's crap now. You know what I mean? There's not there's nothing that can compete with Banana Man or Super Ted at the moment. I don't care what you say. And uh, I was watching uh, fucking Teletubbies still kicking about as well. I mean, that's just shite, isn't it? So got me thinking, and, and today I'm having a theme about children's television. And uh, I rang, I rang Mather up, uh, my brother-in-law, Big Julie, Big Fat Julie's brother, uh, just to see what his thoughts are uh, around it. And uh, I couldn't get hold of him, so I've, I've left him a voicemail. And uh, like we, we keep missing each other, so I'm hoping he calls back whilst um, I'm recording this and we can we get his thoughts on it. But what I do have in store is uh, I've got a, I've got a children's, well, a former children's uh, entertainer lined up and I'm gonna I'm gonna give him a call now uh and uh we're gonna have a chat with him see how he's doing and that you know what I mean he's called uh, he's called Mr Badger so hang on a minute Hello uh, is that is that is that Mr Badger? Yes, hello hello mate it's Ted Tedanke you're all right man I, you know, I, I did I did that gubby job for you before when I, I cleaned out your chimney. Yeah, yeah, not not bad, mate, not bad. Listen, I just I'm recording me me podcast and uh, 
Somebody podcast. said, yeah, podcast, yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's like, uh, it's like a radio show, but it's like in its own little world. Right, well, it's it's probably like Derek's, but not as good. <laughs> How do you know Derek, then? Uh, I, I think I might have bummed him. Okay. He's, he, he, does, he, he likes that because he's one of them, you know. Yeah, well... I mean, like, normally, I won't hang around with him, but he, he is quite good at what he does, and he's, uh, he's cheap. That is very cheap. Yeah, well, I didn't have to pay much, so, uh, yeah. No, that's it. Anyway, uh, Mr. Badger, uh, are you, you are the third best Badger-based entertainer in North Shropshire, is that correct? Uh, yes, I, I've been to... Oh, I hold this in my heart. Who, who's number one? There is no number one. Right, okay. So they just made out you were third just to be bastards. Yes, yes. nobody else is available anymore. Right. Well, balls to him anyway. Um, yeah. what, what, have you, what have you had for your tea tonight? Uh, I've had a nice bit of pickled cabbage. Oh, and that's it? Just pickled cabbage on its own? On toast. Pickled cabbage on toast. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Mr Badger likes his pickled cabbage on toast, and that sounds nice. Um, very nice. Have you ever had pickled cabbage? I've I've not no to be honest cabbage oh. yeah it make it makes me it makes me ass smell smell yeah uh, my, mine's got my maggots round it but they keep the flesh clean 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 the flesh you see so it, it gets rid of all the stains oh uh, so like the maggots are a bit like bum nibblers they are yes yeah. they only come out at night when I'm sleeping. I once, when I went fishing, I, uh, my, my, uncle, my uncle Derek said, it's another Derek, he said, uh, put these maggots in your mouth and, um, you know, this is what you do when you go fishing. And um, I had these maggots in my mouth for three hours. Uh, yeah. And then and then they said, I uh, know, oh, we, we didn't even need the maggots, it was just a joke. So I get some maggots. They're full of protein now. Yeah, I suppose they are, yeah. And my, my uncle told me to put his maggot in my mouth once. I had to close my eyes and then he put a big maggot in my mouth. That's a very lo- I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you the truth about that. Uh, very good story. Yeah. Uh yeah. It was um um yeah, you hear these stories all the time about that maggot trick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you think happened? Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't like to say it on my podcast, but um, I just think it might have been one of those rare. Prison now. It was what? He's in prison now. He's in prison now, is he? Yeah. Yeah. Have you got his own maggots in there? <laughs> Good. Well, anyway, listen, Mr. Badger. <laughs> right. Well, listen, we don't talk about death on the podcast because it upsets people. Oh, I'm very good at upsetting people. Yeah, I've noticed. Uh, I've, uh, I've, se- I've seen you stand up anyway. I've seen you upset people with your stand up before. Well, you know, people nowadays, these millennials, they're very touchy, aren't they? Very touchy. Yeah, but they don't like being touched. 
Just just for the purpose of the listeners, uh, Mr. Badger is a stand-up comedian as well as a, a children's entertainer, and a very good one at that, because I've seen Mr. Badger gig a number of times and wet my pants twice. I'm not allowed to do children's entertainment anymore, though. Yeah, I was going to ask you, uh, why is that? And it was nothing to do with you three, was it? No, I was innocent. Right, okay. Uh, well, what what do you think about today's entertainment for children then? That's, what's your thoughts? Proper shit. Proper shit. Because there's a bloke who lives near me, right, and he's just called Balloon Mick, and all he does... He just blows balloons up, right, and ties them in, like, a little knot. You can't even make a proper fucking dog out of them, right? Uh, absolute shit. He gets 200 quid an hour. Oh, that's not bad, actually. Balloon Mick, look him up, he's crap. Yeah. Well, I do balloon animals. What type of ones do you do, Mr Badger? I can do um, a worm or a snake. Right. And any particular <laughs> particular size of these worms or snakes? Are the big ones, or...? Oh, right. How much blow you put into it? Yeah. I'm getting old now. I'm 63. You were never 63. I was, I was 63 last month. Well, you, you, oh. you look very good for it, Mr. Badger. Time flies when you're having fun. And a diet of pickled cabbage. Mm, I don't normally eat pickled cabbage. Go on, then. What else do you have? Uh, pickled onions. Is, is it a pickled theme? Right. I, I have a, you know, like uh, peach slices in that in the tin. Yeah. I have mine in brine. Oh, they sound delicious. Mm, I'm toast. Have you ever had pickled chicken? Pickled chicken? Yeah. I've had me chicken pickles. I was going to say haven't we all, but it's it's been a while for me since Julie, big fat Julie, left me. I've, yeah. uh, I'm sort of self-pickling at the moment. Oh my word! Yeah. Did you didn't you give her TV though? No, I'm not a real badger. <laughs> oh right, sorry. I thought you were. Badger. No, no, but badgers don't exist. Right, uh, I think they do because I've seen them on the telly. No, you're thinking of dragons. Ah, that's it. Yeah, that was it. I'm glad we cleaned that up anyway. Uh, so, yeah, children's entertainment, right? We're saying today's shit. Is there any that stood out in the past to you as an idol, Mr. Badger? Because I'm a big fan of Neil Buchanan. I'm quite idol, yes. We know that. Uh, let, let me put it another way. Um, who did you look up to in the children's entertainment world? Uh, I, I was going to say that there was a few avenues to get onto the BBC back in the day. And they did all require being on your knees. Right. Um, someone I used to look up to quite a bit was Matthew Kelly, because he was about six foot three. Yeah, so that's that's a good reason. Um, I myself, like I said, was a big fan of Neil Buchanan. I liked Gary Wilmot. Gary Wilmot. Gary Wilmot was a favourite of mine. Uh, and then I used to like. Um, oh, who's that girl with the dark hair? And she used to present Ghost Train. Jen Powell. 
Jenny Powell, yeah. Oh, do you know what? I still have a good think about Jenny. I still Powell, Powell my own Powell thinking about her. I understand, I Was she getting it on with that Gilbert the Alien? Yeah. She got it on with everything but me. Have you have you have you banged any famous celebrities then, Mr. Padgett? Because I'm dying to know. Um, none of them were attractive. Uh, the last one was Jet from Gladiators. Oh, everyone's on the go on Jet from Gladiators. She's from Billingham. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. When you see her with no makeup on as well, it looks like fucking drop bags after a car crash. Do you, know, do you know what? I'd have probably had a go on grot bags as well, but the way I'm feeling right now. She does <laughs> Brilliant. I'll remember that. I'll, uh... Well, it's no good now because she is actually dead. Yeah, I've never really thought about, uh, you know, having bum, bum fun with a, with a dead witch uh, until now. Thanks. I'm actually worked out the name for my next comedy album. Go on then. One song with a devil <laughs> Yeah, I like it, yeah. Mine's going to be uh, a dry wank off a scarecrow. <laughs> yeah, that'll be quite nice. Yeah. Oh dear. I wonder if scarecrows have lubrication if they just use the tears of the children that they kidnapped. Yeah, because uh, do you know what? I can imagine a scarecrow's straw hands not being quite a smooth stroke. What do you think about the big sack on the red as well? That could be used for something, couldn't it? Uh, the sack's not that big, but uh, yes. But if, if, if they allow it, I will, I will put it wherever they want. I, I tell you what, man, is at the minute it's massive. It's like uh, it's like a space opera. Have you hemorrhaged? I could have, yeah, because I sat down really hard on the bus the other day and I did feel it. So uh, maybe I popped a nut. I popped a knacker once. Yeah. Plastic ones, like a plastic knacker knacker. Yeah. Okay now. Very good. So what yeah. so what what have you what have you been up to then this week? Come on, you must have been up to some something interesting apart from eating pickled cabbage. What happened? Uh, well, this is genuine now. I'm not making this up. Um, I invited an eight-year-old girl up onto the stage and I offered her a porn magazine and her parents were not impressed. Well, I did say, why have you brought your child to a fucking comedy show? And then uh, I called the father, Doc the Bounty Hunter, for the next 15 minutes because he had a bullet. Right, for the, for the 63-year-old, how old you said? You're very brave, Mr. Badger. Um, to I've got nothing to live for. Dog the Bounty Hunter could have braid your face in right there and then, but you got away with it. So that's your result. Rick, we've seen how the men uh, act. <laughs> Take it away from them, you know. If I, if I, I just start pretending I'm confused. <laughs> Very good, very, and for the purpose of the uh, the the podcast, 
What brand of jazz mag was it? I don't know. I found it in a hedge and the front cover was missing. All right, so we're talking proper 80s porn here then, because that's how we used to uh, get porn in the 80s, wasn't it? Yeah, but they didn't have any any hair down below, so I don't know what era it was from. Because that's how you judge the porn, I do, isn't it? Yes, I believe it is, yeah. Um, I mean, I've I've got one from Edwardian times, and, uh, yeah, Edwardian. Bit of close, good effort. Uh, yeah, but basically they're just uh, three fat women lying on a ship wearing uh, wearing long trousers with the boobs out. That was porn back then. That, that was basically every holiday from my childhood in Rail. Oh, lovely. I love Rail. Rail's a shithole. Yeah, that's why I love it. It, it just makes me realise how, how good it is where I come from. I, I did a gig in Rail the other day and... Um, I was, I was trying to find facts about places where I do gigs, and I mentioned that it was the birthplace of Lisa Scott Lee from Steps, who was just a boon to culture. Uh, and I also mentioned that it was where Carol Vorderman went to school. And so any listeners to your podcast who don't know who Carol Vorderman is, she was Britain's oldest working prostitute. And she was a bloody lovely one as well. Expensive yeah. though, Well, she could work out the math super fast, couldn't she? Do you couldn't rip Vorderman off? No, no. She used to. She, you had to pay her by the minute. It was very expensive. Yeah, always itemised to the exact second as well. Yeah. Mm. She'd use a Twix and she'd pop that on the bill, you know. Oh, yeah. I, I don't blame her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wouldn't even let you eat them afterwards. Oh, great days with Vorderman. We had some good times with her. Yeah. So, uh, before, before I let you scoot off, mate, uh, I'm just going to... I just wondered uh, if, you, if you've got anything you want to promote. Now, uh, I don't mean like any adult websites or anything like that. Uh, I mean any gigs, anything anything coming up. Yeah. I've got uh, a couple of hour-long specials coming up that... Uh, they're both free to enter, so I can promote them if you want. I yeah, don't, yeah. I don't promote the paid ones because I don't want the tax man to find out. That's a good point. Yeah, promote your free ones then, Mr. Badger. Yeah, so the, this Sunday, is it the 28th? Um, I'm doing an hour-long show at uh, Chester. I, I don't even know the name of the pub, to be honest. I couldn't give a fuck because they prepaid me. Um, and I've got an hour-long show again at the Birmingham Comedy Festival at, uh, I think it's called A Thousand Trades. Yeah, on yeah. On the 12th of October. That's quite in the distance, isn't it? It is, yeah. Do you know, I think I'm at that one as well, doing, uh, doing like, improvised comedy and that, where we, we just pretend we're comedians and just make stuff up. Oh, improv comedy is not comedy. Dare you, Mr. Badger. No. Improv comedy... It's for yuppies and millennials. Make it suck my cock. Well, that makes me a yuppie, so get your balls out, Mr. Badger, and I'll have a go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll bring that a couple of quid with us and see what I can get for that off you, yeah? Lovely stuff, lovely stuff. Well, it's been a pleasure to talk to you, my old man, and uh, I wish you the best of luck in your gigs, and we'll catch up again soon. I hope you uh, catch lots of fish. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Mr. Padger there, ladies and gentlemen. Bye!
Barras. Well, it's really sad of me to say it's been a bad few days in politics and that. We've now got that big bubbling blonde buffoon who's going to be the next Prime Minister. And I'm not fucking happy like, you know what I mean? But there is some hope on the Teesside horizon as a new candidate has stepped up and he's put himself forward for me. And I, for one, are very, very excited. You may notice past few weeks I've been allowing advertising space on my podcast and I've allowed this wonderful politician who I've known for many years to get his message across to your lovely listeners. Here we go. I'm going to press play on it now. Now then, now then, the name is Billy Mack. That's right, I am running for Mayor of Teesside. And I need your votes, ladies and gentlemen. And guess what? I'm bringing the slap back. Are you having problems with your bin men not putting your bins back in the right places? You know what I mean? Give me a call, Billy Mack. I'll come down and I'll give my fucking slap. He's one for the lasses. Here, is your lad taking the proper piss or what? Is he going out for a few jars and not getting back in till 2am proper stinking a clunge? Well, you know what to do. Give Billy Mac a call. What's my policies on immigration, Iggy, you're all asking, eh? Well, I don't mind. I'll accept anyone in Teesside. Anyone. Especially my own town of Redcare, you know what I mean? But I won't accept Eagle from Hartlepool. I don't fucking like Hartley Pole. Hey, yeah, mums and dads, listen to this one. Uh, this is one of my best ones, okay? Right? Getting in trouble, aren't you? That's cool for taking your bands out and going on holiday because it's miles cheaper. You know what I mean? I don't mind that at all. That's the right thing to do. So I'm going to campaign. And any teachers that send you any fines, I'm going to go down there and give them a bat. You know what I mean? Except the women, don't it then? Problems with your neighbour on the allotments, eh? Maybe he's digging round and he's digging your root veg up without permission, you know what I mean, eh? Maybe he's trimming his bush and he's dropping into your grounds. Give me a call. I'll come down there. Billy Mac, he'll be giving a slap. Family disputes? Is your brother a proper dickhead? You know what I mean? He won't just do what you tell him to do. Well, vote Billy Mac and I'll come down there and I'll knock his block off. And I'll be bringing back the slap. So there you have it, people at Teesside. You know what to do when it's time to go for the local votes. You know you got to vote for Billy Mac. I've got your genuine interests at heart. You know what I mean? And I will. I guarantee I will. I'll come down there and I'll knock out the slaps. Because I am bringing back the slap. Billy Mac. Don't you love it, ladies and gentlemen? Billy Mack, 
local Redcar councillor, now running for Mayor of Teesside, and I, for one, am very excited. I've known him for, like, loads of proper years and that, because, like, he used, to, he used to work on the waltzes and the fair, and I used to get on and uh, not have to pay. So we're good mates, me and, uh, me and Billy Mac. And uh, he's proper rock hard as well, so um, we're going to be hearing more about him over the coming weeks. I might get him on the show and do, like, an interview and that, but uh, he's out campaigning, so if you see him round Redcar giving out his flyers or licking a lemon top, just say hello, and, but don't upset him because he, he, will, he will give you the fucking slap. Right, so I'm over up. Oh, oh, nice one. I've got a voicemail here, uh, which might be off Maller. Let's have a listen there, eh? because um, uh, you always got something to say. That's silly twat. Right, here we go. Hello, Pitt. Uh, how come you never answer your phone to me anymore? Hey, I told you I'm not even bothered about that tenant, am I? Been doing loads of gubby work, so you know what I mean? I'm quitting. Anyway, I was just ringing to say, I'm sorry I didn't come to the buffs the other night, kid. You know what it was like? I was looking after that with Chantel's kids, wasn't I? Uh, you know what I mean? It was dead boring. But I tell you what, like, you're going to love this. I was watching loads of these cartoons because the kids were banging into them. Uh, and you know what I was watching? Do you remember that Thundercats one? Some struck me there's this loving it called Panthero like you know what I mean he's obviously been on been on a bit of the powder and that you know what I mean he's a pretty big lad he's obviously been in the gym and it struck me he looks like every single steel director I've ever ever met honestly was bang on uh, but I started noticing these coincidences every time I was watching something new uh, we, he watched in the night's garden right and there was this upsy daisy he kept on taking a like a limp, limp whip and a skirt up and that and like flashing it around and it was just exactly like this I don't know, uh, called Carol from Loftus. You know the one, kid. Quite uh, was horrible. Uh, anyway, it brought some memories back, but I'm not going to go into that night, do you? I'll tell you what as well. Uh, I finished off the night I was watching Fireman Sam. Like, I've worked it out. I've worked it out. And there's this little lad called Norman Price, little ginger get, right? And he lives on his own with a single man, right? And he's always going around causing fires. And Fireman Sam goes and puts it all out. And he never gets taken a ball stall on out, you know what I mean? He always gets away with it. Then I worked it out. Ponty Pandy is a little Welsh village with hardly any people in, and there's only two gingers in the village. Have a guess who they are, eh? <laughs> I bet you've sussed it, haven't you? It's only Norman Price, the little fire starter, the twisted fire starter, and it's Fireman Sam. Ho oh, ho! The uproar, he's been dipping his wig there, hasn't he? You know he's been going to the shop and getting more than a loaf of bread. <laughs> oh, I tell you, yeah, I'm going to get back to watching some more of these mad cartoons. I might give you a little update on it later. Anyway, kid, uh, give us a bell back, and if you do have that tenor, I'd love it back, actually, because I'm on the bones of my ass. All right, kid, ta-da! Maller clearly overthinking the, the plots behind Fireman Sam there, like, isn't he? His Chantel's always out, like, every night getting a, getting a flange filled in, that's what she's doing. Daft get. Right, ladies and gentlemen, well, sadly, there's no matter uh, this week, the hit cop drama, because uh, the the star of matter, uh, Mahoney, 
But uh, I'm making this up. Uh, he can't make he couldn't make the, the recording, so uh, we're going to have a break through it this week. But hopefully, it'll keep you tight for another time. But what it is time for is my favourite part of the show. Ask Ted. This is where you'll fire your questions over to me on the social medias, and uh, I'll just give you give you the answers. And that's dead simple, you know what I mean? So we're going to kick things off with. Uh, I've got one of my super fans. Uh, who's asked a, a very, very valid question. So this is Duncan Phillips. Uh, he's a lovely man. He buys me a coffee uh, every week on uh, www.coffee.com uh, for just producing these podcasts. So I'm not into anything, but you know what I mean? He's my favourite fan. Uh, but yeah, Duncan's asked a question for your podcast, my friend. How long do you give Johnny Woodgate to get it right before he gets the sack? I say give him a season. So Duncan say we give him a season, right? I think, uh, I think you've got to give him at least twelve months. Yeah, I think you're right, Duncan, because he's not going to have no money, um, and he needs to just do what he wants. He's got to stamp his own uh, his own authority on the club. Get rid of some of the shite. Bring in some hungry blood. Uh, bring in some more attractive coaches, wives, and uh, I think that's that's his key. And he need, he wants to he wants to see it through, doesn't he? To uh, the Christmas do and the end of season do, so he can uh, he can get proper wreck because we know Woody likes to get proper wrecked up, like so. Uh, he, I dare him to lose his job before the Christmas party, poor lad. So yeah, I agree, mate. Let's give him twelve months. Right, next question. Uh, thanks for that, Duncan. Anyway, me old man. Uh, next question, Nigel. Campbell, what's your favourite sausage roll? Um, oh, that's a tough one, that, because uh, I had a good one the other day at the Asda's. Uh, it was it was proper, like, you know, greasy, but uh, lovely pastry and a nice sausage filling. Um, I do like a Greg's, but uh, I got picked up one of them vegan ones by accident before, and I thought I was eating a, a fucking shoe. It was horrible. Um, but my favourite sausage roll has got to be a pork sausage roll from Copeland's. There you go, I've said it. Mark Phillips, who was the real super Cooper? Number one, Terry Cooper. Number two, Colin Cooper. Or number three... Tommy Cooper. So Terry Cooper, Colin Cooper, Tommy Cooper. I can't remember what order I said them in, but uh, I don't care. Uh, and for me, um, I would probably say uh, Tommy Cooper. I, I'm not going to stick to my Middlesbrough, my Middlesbrough morals here and say it was Colin Cooper. And, uh, Tommy Cooper? Well, just like that, just like that, you know. That was my impression of Tommy Cooper. Um, Cooper Looper! That was from the film um, Young Frankenstein um, about the other Cooper. But, yeah, Tommy Cooper, there you go, Mark Phillips. I've answered that for you. Cheers. Anthony Sinnott. Hi, Ted. When you post videos whilst on the bog, I do do that quite a bit because when I've got something on my mind, I just, I just do it, you know what I mean? Um, when you post them on the bog, is it A, before, B, during, or C, after? I'm asking for a friend. I'm assuming he's questioning, am I actually doing a proper poo? Well, if you listen back to uh, one of my videos, uh, I think it was the first one I posted when I am on the toilet, I am actually dropping my guts there. And you do hear a splash and a plop as well. So that's your answer there. I do do proper poos when I'm videoing. 
Uh, Colin Wedge, Wedgie, real pal Wedgie. Ted, who's your favourite Borough player of all time? Mine's Mogger, great leader for the club, and what a captain. Good choice. He's definitely in my top five. Um, yeah, I, I could agree with you there. I think my favourite Borough player, well, Vladimir Kinder's in there because he had big, strong legs, nice air. Uh, I like Branko. Uh, big strong legs and wicked free kick uh, and um, who else so let's see um, Mikel Beck I like Mikel Beck because he had good air um, but my favourite my favourite Borough player of of all time has got to be it's a tough one it's a tough one I'll give you that Wedgie but uh, I'm going to take my balls out of the bath and I'm going to say Benito Carboni. There you go, I said it. There we are. Moving on. Gav Davies. I nearly called you Gay Davies there. Yeah. Looks like a why that. Gav Davies. If you could get Keith Lamp to play you a song naked on the electric guitar, what song would it be and why? Well, it would probably be uh, Sweet Child of Mine. And uh, when he does that really intrinsic... He could tap his bush in the um, in the strings. Uh, Barbie Mugabe, lovely guy, just got married. Congratulations, Mara. Uh, lovely eyes, you mate. Got lovely eyes. Um, here we go. Good question. This snog, marry, and avoid. Steve McLaren, Gareth Southgate, or Brian Robson. Um, I'll avoid them all, mate, because I'm I'm into I'm into flange. I don't I don't do men. I'm into flange. But if we're talking hypothetically, and I was into sausage, then I would probably um oh it's an it's an horrible one. This isn't it. I'd probably I'd probably marry Southgate because I reckon he's the richest um at the minute with the England job. Well, I don't know. McLaren's got a few bob like. I'm gonna change that. I'm gonna marry McLaren. He's, he's, he's worked all over the world. He's got a few bob in, man. He'd be quite content, you know, at home. He won't want to be getting down to any, like, jiggy stuff and that. He'd be happy just with me being there, uh, looking after him. Uh, snog would have to be Robson because uh, I, you can't snog Southgate with them teeth. So I'd have to avoid Southgate. I'm sorry, Gareth, unless you're willing to call me up for the national team and that, you know what I mean? Uh, Phil Emerson, do you think that Lasses Chihuahua will be found? Uh, I, I don't have a fucking clue what you're on about, Phil. Um, I'm assuming, are you, are you on about Daniel Sturridge? Cause I think they found it, didn't they? Because he plays football like, um, like he's a six-year-old girl. Um, but I think they might if they found it nice one if they haven't I hope they do find it and it's still alive keeping all of its limbs Um, and then let's have a look what else have we got oh my final one oh my mate Stuart Douglas uh, he's been a, been a bit of a running story with Stuart each week here now so uh, he's given a bit of an update as well he was being bullied by Geordie so I've helped him out a bit and then he was at the HR so um, he said hey up Ted it's me again Stuart Douglas I had me meeting with the HR manager at work but it turns out she's a real life actual Geordie so I got a bit flustered about having to explain why I was pissed about being called a Geordie I was sweating like a Geordie in a spelling test. I like that. It's good, that, mate. Anyway, my missus has told me to stop being a knob and ask you a nice question about the borough, so here you goes. My old man, God rest his soul, was a season ticket holder at Ayrson Park since the 50s and used to tell me about legends like Wilf Mannion, Brian Clough and Willie Madren. My question is, 
Which match has been your favourite butter match played at either Ayrson Park or the Riverside and why? Well, it's the uh, for me it's the, the UEFA Cup um semi final where I just call it the macaroni match. The macaroni match, you know what I mean? I remember being there and uh, I got a coffee in my hand and when we when we scored that uh, that goal, uh, the main goal, um, I, I threw my coffee over a fat lad's face by accident and uh, he went to give me a hit and uh, he swung he swung at me but I ducked and uh, he hit this this lad's bird in the chops and, uh, and then this lad braved this fat lad as well. Uh, so I just sort of like snuck away, you know what I mean? Got into the midst of the celebrations, but I avoided a punch. I seen someone who went to punch me get punched. Jamie's wife uh, had a broken nose, like, but I'm not taking the blame for that because I'm just a good dodger. And it was just a great game, and that's a great question, Stuart Douglas. And I hope to hear from you again next week, as I do from all of you lovely matters. Um, Brings a close to uh, TED Talks this week. Um, a little bit shorter than normal by about five, ten minutes. But uh, honestly, it's too fucking hot. I'm sweating my tits off. I've got headphones on. I've got a big microphone in my face. Like, I'm sat in my underpants. I'm sat in my underpants with the window open and everyone's walking past looking at me going, look at that dickhead. Who's he? What's he doing and that? So I'm cutting it off now. Uh, but listen... Love you all. Thanks for supporting my podcast. Uh, not long till the season starts. We might get a bit more match-orientated once the season starts, but I do like to talk about all the ridiculous shit as well, so don't stop that. Um, got a couple more things lined up as well. Remember, vote Billy Mac. Don't forget about Billy Mac because he is the future of Teesside. Uh, look out for him round the streets um, campaigning because he, he is generally out there, I promise you, uh, and we're going to get him on the show. And, um, yeah, just uh, just keep it moist, guys. And if you want to buy me a coffee, go to www.coffee, spelled K-O-F-I, dot com. Find me TED Talks podcast and uh, you can just you can just donate three quid and I'll get myself a flap of cap of chap or rappuccino and that, you know what I mean? See you later, matters. Up the bottom, believe. <laughs>